My wife and I have been together 12 years, married seven. She hates the way I fold laundry. And I find it amusing slash hysterical. That Tell she her has- to fucking do it. <laughs> Should I just stop the question? If she's got a problem with how you fold the laundry, then she should fucking do it. You do something else. And welcome, welcome back, back to Kids Be Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And, and we're we are your-, your gracious, gracious host. You're not going to do it with me. Do I ever? Like, do you I do. say it? You do. I don't remember. You do. All aboard <laughs> the USS Catalina Wine Mixer. Train. Train. Or I guess it would be ship, boat. I am the captain now. Did your voice come back? I, 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 you know. <laughs> it sounds like you're actually losing it again. No, I don't think so. <laughs> See, beautiful. Sounds. I think a... because I didn't really scream much in Catalina. You didn't have to scream. You <laughs> did a lot of talking. A lot. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So let's recap. I feel like I'm so tired. I'm we, so we've tired. Had a interesting 72 hours. We moved out of our house, and then the next day we went Oof, straight just, to Catalina. I was gonna say, go into the detail. Of you it. go into detail. Was it Thursday? I keep seeing comments about how I just don't shut the fuck up. So, but, but this was we should talk about this. So Thursday last week, we moved all of our shit to one side of the house because we have guys coming into the house and working on the house, so we had to move into our Airbnb. So Thursday, moved all of our shit, went into the Airbnb for Thursday night, stayed one night. Wait, do you look at the camera when you're like telling a story? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I want them to be involved, like invested. I know, I guess I'm not even like I should talk to you that. though too. Yeah, like, I should I'm talk like, to you too. I'm like, I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm like- <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm like in the camera. <laughs> you're looking at I'm the like, people. <laughs> don't blink. Wow. Okay, tell me okay. what happened. Pretend like I don't know. That's what's tough. I, That's what I'm telling the camera because I'm like, you already like know I the didn't story. Go through the trauma that you did. <laughs> so we moved into the Airbnb Thursday night. Now we're living, it was living above somebody on the second floor. Friday comes, we had to get Goo to pick us up and drive us to where we're getting picked up to go to the Catalina Wine Mixer. So we were only in there for one night. Go wait, to- wait, wait, real quick. And we spoke about this in our last episode about like if we were going to get too lit or not. And you guys would we're know not, if you followed us. Oh. No, I'm saying that like if you did follow us on our stories, we did in fact get too lit. Uh, I didn't. I did pretty good. Alex, it's like we should take a toll. The weekend before was that was me. A toll or like, a poll? A poll. A toll and a poll. <laughs> take a poll. It was I was the one who got too well, drunk no, the weekend before. A then. poll would be asking people a toll would a be total. like a tally. A tally. So a toll. <laughs> so I was right. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> it was Alex's weekend at Catalina. But we go to Catalina. If you guys have never been, it's an awesome place. You got to go. So we went for the festival. I think we talked about it last week. And uh, we had, it was a, it was an awesome time. The- it was a blast. It was like the weather was great. It was so well done. Shout out to Maddie and Michelle for being hosting an awesome our event. besties for the weekend. They work with Catalina, but no, it was just a very well put together event. And we met a ton of you guys, which was fun. Yeah, it was a great time. So we, we, we did that for the weekend. Then we got back. So backstory, when we moved into this Airbnb, it was it's a historical building so we were above the landlord and we knew that it was 
iffy going in. We were like, what kind of experience is this going to be like? Is it going to be updated? Is it going to be clean? Like, you know, this person never rented her place. This was her first time ever renting. And it was, we were excited because again, it was a historical, it was a really cute spot that we found on Airbnb. And if you're looking for long-term rentals in LA, there's not many and they're all so expensive. Like, so on top of our mortgage, we were trying to figure out like at least a two bedroom, one bath. And so that's what we found, something that was dog friendly. It was great. So we go out of town and before we left though, there was a little bit of a, there was a little bit of an issue with the locks, which is like our security. You know, we have lots of expensive gear ourselves. And so we were like, you know what? It's fine. It'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. But while we're away, we're feeling like maybe, maybe. I specifically said before I left, I'm like, hey, whatever work you got to do in the house, whatever, I don't care. Please lock the doors because we have expensive gear. I, I said that specifically right before we left. And like, it's already uncomfortable knowing that like, we don't know who has keys. Like we didn't even get a set of keys. We don't know who has access to this place. And so we were already feeling on edge, but we were like, we're just going to trust. It'll all like work itself out. So we're in Catalina and our friends who are in LA, they were like already looking up places for us to to move after the month that we had booked. They were like, there's got to be a better option for you guys in a better area with a better host. And so it was it was tough though because she was really lovely. But anyway, we get back and I'm like, okay, well, we don't have a set of keys. So we're going to have to go down, find the landlord and get keys to get into our apartment after you know we lug our luggage up. But we don't have to. I just push on the door and it opens. So it's not latched and it's not locked. And John goes, was that door fucking open? And I'm like, sure was. We walk back into the apartment all the way back because there's two entrances. One in the front, the, one in the back. The back door is wide door open. Was wide, wide open. open. But like not even just unlocked. It was wide open. Landlord is nowhere to be found. She was out somewhere. So we call her. Immediately, John's like, we're out. <laughs> so he's packing our shit. It was, um, so anyway, we pack our shit, we get out, and then we had to find another place to stay within like a few hours of being hungover and just returning from Catalina. So our managers helped us out. We found another place, except we couldn't move into that place that night. So then we had to go back to our house and sleep on the couch and just have like all of our shit in the garage. And then repack we had, like nothing to shower I mean, with either the amount of we packing and fucking unpacking we could have we stayed at a hotel we really we could have just done that it was so yeah i mean we right. had kobe though too oh, i yeah. forgot the dog yeah. the dog we had the dog there's pet friendly hotels whatever it so, was just it was quite a weekend and sunday and monday anyways we got in if you could tell we're in a new space this is our second day here yes it's fabulous it's lovely and again, I just think that our host was lovely. She just was not ready for us right. and not prepared. Like if we're going to stay at your home, we don't know who you are. We don't know the area. At least have something for us to lock the door and get in. Right. It's Instead, just, she was like, I'll just leave all, all the doors open while I'm not home. Unacceptable. Yeah. Anyways, it's, that has taken enough mental space. We're good. <laughs> This be our last time speaking Moving about on. It. So yeah, and then we were like, let's just wear our Catalina gear. Right. Let's get into the in the zone. Into the wine mixer. You know we're drinking sparkling oh, water I am not and not alcohol. Ready. I am not ready to drink wine no. for the no. rest of my life. Nope. But yeah, that was fun. What else? I think that was about that was about it. 
Yeah. I oh, mean- no. I do have something to say about the, the wine mixer. Before it even really started on Saturday, they had some like, they call them heavy hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres? Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. One of them was like ceviche or something. And so I had the fish on my plate. On Friday or Saturday? Saturday, on Saturday. No one's like really even there yet. Alex and I are there. And I put some Tabasco sauce on it. I took one bite. Alex made me laugh. And I fucking sucked that ceviche right down into my like lung. Your jugular. And now I'm just like, I can't breathe. I'm crying. I wasn't like... It wasn't a choke where I couldn't breathe, but it was I couldn't stop coughing. Right. So everyone's staring at me. The and I'm crying. And Alex I'm is at like, I'm like, do you need life-saving measures? Alex is talking to me apparently. I don't even hear because I'm in a fight or flight mode. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking die. And so Alex's like, you don't need my help. And then like mad that I didn't respond to her. Like, I need assistance. If I'm not responding, come give me the fucking Heimlich. I'm over there in a corner, like Ugh. I feel like by then too, we were like too many glasses of wine deep. No, I was no, no. Just like, we just started. <laughs> I think I had half a glass. We I don't just recall. got there. I was just like, do you need water? Like, I don't know what to oh. do for you. <laughs> the bartender was like, here's some water. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, thank you so much. Oh, and I couldn't then, even talk. And then you go and thank the bartender afterwards. Like an hour later, you're like, man, that water really helped me. Thank you so much. And I go, John, that guy is a completely different <laughs> I wasn't person. the same guy. Because <laughs> I, I never really looked up. I was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But one other thing that was really fun about the Catalina wine mixer was they did the screening of Step Brothers the night before. Right. And by that point, they had already had their welcome party. This is like, this is the second to last thing. I forgot because then they have the beach dance DJ thing going right. on. Oh my God, too too much, too much, too like much, too much, much sauce, too to, much fun, you literally. You prepare your body for sure. For, for sure. sure. Lots of bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. Like that is a place if you, which I never would have thought. Go to Catalina. Go to the Catalina Wine Mixer for your bachelorette party. That's true. There was a lot of bachelorette parties. <laughs> yeah, there. I had to propose to somebody. <laughs> Some first scavenger hunt. First scavenger hunt. I had to propose to somebody. Yeah. So that was it was an interesting weekend. I mean, it it's already been a few days since then, but I'm still just tired. I don't know if that's just because we've been moving around, but I could take I a think nap we've right had now. Like a whole mental. Also, these chairs are really comfortable Everything too. Is not, I feel more comfortable. But we need we need like things that go over because I'm like I want to sit. Like, I know. I, I feel like I'm. Like slouching, <laughs> I'll never be satisfied with whatever chair I have. No, I think the it's chair's nice. The mic placement—that's what we have to work on. Like have the mic and just maybe we should just have like microphones and handheld. Yeah. One day, John, we'll, we'll get figure this. it out. It's been—we've been doing this for two years now, and we one, still have and to figure one it day out. we'll figure it out. I really think the key is over the chill. People, uh, listeners brought up some good stuff for like colors for our wall. By the way, somebody said. Oh. Um, they say lilac, not lilac. Oh, something green. Lilac's purple, though. Yeah. I don't know what the, like a mint or something. The only wall that we didn't paint in our Raleigh house when we moved there was lilac. Remember, up the stairs, we were like, we can't uh, get a ladder to that, paint all the way up there. purple one, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, shall we jump into questions? Let's do it. All right. And this week's podcast episode is sponsored by Every Plate. Are you in need of a summer refresh? Well, we've got just the thing for you. Check out the new curated collection of refreshing, veggie-full recipes from EveryPlate. Get ready to indulge in feel-good food that will invigorate your taste buds and nourish your body. 
Picture yourself enjoying a mouth-watering feta-stuffed salmon salad or savoring a satisfying Mediterranean steak and rice bowl. And for those looking for nutritious and delicious meals, try the one-pan sweet chili turkey lettuce wraps or the one-pan chicken fajitas with pico de gallo. All these dishes are packed with flavor and coming at 650 calories or less. The best part, you can customize every plate meals to your liking with options to swap portions and sides or even add a protein to veggie dishes. You have the freedom to create meals that suit your preferences. It's all about making it your way. Every plate offers an incredible variety of 26 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from each week. Whether you need a quick 15 minute dinner or a breakfast option available 24 seven, they've got you covered. And if you're craving more, you can explore up to 22 additional sides, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. More. It's a win-win for your taste buds and your wallet. And the best part, every plate saves precious time on those busy weeknights. No more scrambling for recipe ideas or spending hours in the grocery store. It's all conveniently delivered to your doorstep. Get started with every plate today for just $1.49 per meal. Yes, you heard that right by visiting everyplate.com backslash podcast and entering the code give 49 you can enjoy this incredible offer. Again, that's everyplate.com backslash podcast and enter code GIVE49 to start enjoying delicious meals at an unbeatable price. Speaking of our Raleigh house, this question relates to it. My husband is active duty military and we just bought our first house in Jacksonville, Florida. We're deciding whether or not we want to rent it out or sell it when we leave in two years. Since you've rented out your house in North Carolina, what are the pros and cons you had during that process? I feel like I'm assuming you're near a, like you're the fort or whatever. It's like fort. Oh my gosh. What, what are they called? The a base, base, the bases, yeah. forts, bases. Like you'll always be able to rent that out. That'd probably be a good yes. place to have a rental the property. Thing is, it's like, if you're not going to be there, that's the only thing like, but because if you run into issues, you need someone else to help property you manager. out. Yeah. You get a property manager, but like, how do you feel? I feel like for me, when we rented out our Raleigh house and went back to live in it, it felt like I was like, Oh my God, someone's been in my house. But our experience was different when we had already bought our Richmond house and then rented out our Raleigh house. I was like, Oh, I don't care who lives in our they plan on going back to it. I don't think so. Uh, if you're just using it as an investment property, then whatever. I would just get a property manager. Even if I don't know how to do anything, so I don't even want to be involved. But we we have sold, though, all of our homes. Do you regret not keeping any of them as a rental? Kind of. I don't know. I feel like we always needed the capital to help Buy us. Buy our next yeah. house. But I think a property manager would help because I think they take like, I want to say 10 to 12% which is kind of high, I think, but I think that's... Is that how much? I, I don't think they take that much. I think it's from like 7 to 12 within that range mm. of your monthly rental. Okay. Uh, but like they're the ones in charge of getting people in and out. Right. You don't have to find renters, vetting them. Uh, if anything needs to be fixed in the home, they'll like coordinate with whoever to help with that. You just have to do your due diligence when it comes to finding a good renter because I've heard of... Well, that's what they would do for you. The last thing I want to do is be the one trying to vet renters. Right. I just, that whole experience we had in Raleigh was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I mean, I think again, it's easy cash. Someone else is paying your mortgage, so you can't complain, but you just, there are some like risks and, but if you could do it, do it. Right. Next question. Do y'all have different music tastes or do you enjoy similar styles slash the same music? What song has been on replay right now for each of you? One Republic. 
For you? That one song. That's the song that made us come to LA, for sure. Oh, but you like that's what's on replay for you right now? Right now. Right now, for me, it's Summer in the Hamptons by Jonas Brothers. Oh my God, you won't stop playing that. When we were in Catalina, I think I played it at least 800 times. It's such a vibe. I love it. That's nice. I don't know. know who helped produce it. Yeah. John Bellion. For the Jonas, for the Joni Bros. Mm. I don't really have like a song on repeat, but I have like playlists and it's just for the gym. That's the only thing I listen to. So anything that's like, just got a good. I think ultimately though, like we both like Odessa. Right. Odessa. Who else? Kings of Leon. Wait, not Kings of Leon. Uh, the Lumineers. Lumineers. I was like, huh? Anytime we have like the wind down time is like right. Lumineers or lo-fi like beats. lo-fi beats. But you like, you like angsty teen music from like when we were teens. Like, cut my life into pieces. It's nostalgic. Ugh. I Carly never Ray Jepsen. That. Okay, Carly Rae Jepsen. So my thought- first two CDs that I ever had. I got it from this place called Ear Food in Winchester, Virginia. It was Natalie and Bruglio Torn. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. Please. That huh? one. And some Ricky Martin CD. Mm. I think mine was like now four. <laughs> I remember those. And then I got Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Oh my God, I was obsessed with all of them. But yeah, I I mean, I don't know. But we, we do beat songs into the ground. Like when that one Republic song came out yes. for Top Gun, I'm like, I'm fucking moving to LA. Yeah. I'm going to try to get into the well, next just, Top Gun movie. It was so summery. Yeah, it was, it was It was It was just summer. A clutch time. Yeah. Perfect moment for that song. Right. But, but now, now I've played it so many it's times. It's summer in the Hamptons. <laughs> and I will be playing it when we go to the Hamptons. You play in at Catalina, you played it like I know I said non-stop. That. But it's so good. All right. Next. How do you and John separate your social media personas and real life together? We don't. I was gonna say we just film things that actually happen and then we live our lives. If anything, we're more private. Like I don't think that we post as much as normal content creators do, like the it's, behind the scenes of I our I don't know life. if it's not because we don't it's not like we're trying to be private, it's just we post I feel like so much already I'm like exhausted from social media. Like the last thing I want to do is post something right but i think it just depends on what type of content you do like some people are character based and i think that we play ourselves you know like because we're not doing behind the scenes like if anything our podcast is more behind the scenes like but our social media personas are us but just scripted does that make sense right and then we just live our lives the only reason i know that is because like everyone who comes up to us is like you guys are the same yeah you know, in person as you are right. like on social it media. It might be more challenging, yeah, if we were different versions of ourselves, but I'm probably a little more quiet. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like when we write scripts or like write things for you, we make you more extroverted. Right. Kind of though, but like it depends who you're with. Cause you are. That's why I like you, or like, like that's why I started to like you. <laughs> was- I mean, we talk about it all the time. I think I don't think anyone's a straight introvert or straight extrovert. I think everyone's an ambivert, and it just depends on the situation that you're in, which, which your like, headspace. We're all multi-dimensional human beings, right. with just like straight with feelings someone. and emotions and personalities. <laughs> Next question. What are your three top things when looking to buy a house? And what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen when house hunting? 
I feel like as the more homes that we purchase and go through, it's like we look at different things, like know what we want. Yeah, because I, I think, think kitchen is huge. Our our checklist has changed with every home depending on like where it is. But weirdest thing, I can't say what the weirdest thing is because all of our houses we've bought sight unseen. So we haven't really I mean the weirdest thing is the done. house that we're in now. It's like the weirdest set up bathroom. I have like a little prison sink. Like there's just like a oh, weird Oh, you mean our current like well, not I, this house, no, not but our this house, place. our home that we own yeah. that we're renovating. Right. Yes. It's just like a weird layout. I feel like we're in a tree house. Yeah. But I think for our checklist, natural light is really important, mm -hmm. I think, for us. Well, just like natural light makes you happier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it helps your mood, but I think it just depends. Like some people need a garage. Like we don't necessarily need a garage. What are you, what's your non-negotiable, basically? Your top three non-negotiables. Well, I would say natural light, but like our house now where we are in the hill, it sets and like we lose the sun so early. But we at least have it during the day. And you notice that like you have your computer out on the table where the natural right. light is. Like you're drawn to that. I think more than one bathroom, especially. For oh, yes. Yeah. Especially for me. Yeah, which I think would have been a, a problem at our For some reason, Airbnb. I thought there was two bathrooms me in there because I kept getting confused where I was. I thought so too. Like when we toured it, I was like, oh sweet, this place has two bathrooms. Right. And then when we moved in, I was like, was there some type of magic trick? <laughs> Did she lie to us? I know. I think there was some tricks. So extra bathroom, <laughs> natural light. Uh, I don't know. Again, kitchen. nice kitchen. Yeah, because we love to cook. Kitchen's but, huge. But it depends on who you are. Everyone has different needs. Some people want to be on they're just acres and acres Al, of They're just land. asking us what, oh, what, ours, what are. ours are. Oh, I'm like, I don't know. We don't want a lot of property, but some people are like, I need to be at least on five acres. I'll cement everything. I don't want... Yeah, the last thing I want to do is take care of anything. Yeah. I want a brand new structure, square. For people don't who don't want to take care of anything, our house needs a lot of care. You're you're the reason we have that house. John, we bought it mutually. You act like it was my decision. Anyways. Next question. Do you tip on carry out and drive through orders? My mind tells me not to, but my bitch ass ego makes me do at least a dollar and I regret it every time. My husband is a generous tipper under dine-in circumstances, but has zero qualms with selecting no tip in front of someone's face or customizing the pre-calculated percentage to zero when it comes to carry out. What do you think is a general consensus? I used to not. I do now though. Oh, for like tipping? In general. Everywhere and anywhere. Yeah, I might not be doing like 20% if I'm picking it up. Right. Well, like as a server, 20% is the minimum. When I used to work at P.F. Chang's. For carry out? No, no, no. No, no, no. We're talking about carry out. I mean, even... Oh, I'm just saying like when you're at, at an actual... Carry out drive-thru. Just... No, but we don't need to talk out... about your times as a waitress at P.F. Chang's. We're just talking about carry out or pick up. If anything, I'm just carry sending a reminder delivery. to everyone you should be tipping 20% sure or more. Thank you. Next is carry out and they still do a lot of work even though they're not like as a carry out server like if you're bringing it to their car or whatever like you're still preparing their entire order for someone. Like they're I don't know if you need 20% but it should still be within the 10 to 15 rate at a restaurant. But then, like, if you're doing this, remember, oh, you if I'm tipping me. anyone, there should be a line for like the fucking cook. Then. No, but I think tip culture is out of control when it comes to 
certain places where it's like you're literally handing me a pre-made cookie and you're asking me to tip you 22% for what? Yeah. If I was sitting over there and you had to like clean my table offshore and you brought it like, to me. Here's the screen with the percentages. I like how the percentages are changing, by the way. They're, They're like starting at like 18 to 20, like five. <laughs> 27 like 18, 20, 25 or something. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, but like, it's true. I feel guilty no matter what. Like I'm the same as this person where no matter what, I'm, I'm tipping at least something. Like I, I feel too bad. The other right. question that you have to ask is, Who's the tip going to? Because there's a lot of restaurants that will have that tip screen and it doesn't even go to the that, servers or the, the people working there. Yeah. I agree. I think tip, yes, because I'm just, well, it's, dude, it's so uncomfortable for me. If I'm not and they're standing right there, I'm going <sighs> to I'm gonna tip. I'm a big puss. There's so many funny TikToks about that though, where like they like turn the screen. It's just like, it's insane. Like what's the craziest thing that you've been asked to tip for? I have no idea. I don't remember. It's, I think it's probably a, all service related. One that I can specifically re remember is cookies. I won't say like, I mean, it's very obvious if you know, like the only place that makes cookies that you could go in. Actually, there's several places that have cookies. I feel like we've gotten so many people have sent us cookies. Like That's true. No, but it's a storefront. So you go in. Anyway, I was in Colorado for a wedding and I was like, oh my God, I really want a cookie. So I go in, but I had cash. And the guy was like, oh, $2 for whatever the cookie was. And I was like, perfect. I had exactly $2. But he froze. Like, he turned around the thing and was like, do you want a receipt? And then it like, he's like, I just have a few questions. And I was like, I just have cash. And he was like, uh, like, he didn't know what to do because there was no option. I was like, here's my exact change. Like, just give me my cookie. This is an uncomfortable. It was so I'm, uncomfortable. I'm like in this situation right now and I'm uncomfortable. Feeling, I feel like <laughs> I can't even tell the story right because I don't even know how it happened. So consensus is yeah, we try to tip. We'll leave it there. We try to tip, but I also understand like there's certain scenarios that you don't have to. However, if someone yeah. is it's doing fucking annoying. carry out in conclusion, you should tip your carry out driver or yes. whatever host delivery driver. Delivery whatever. <laughs> anyway, next question. My fiance and I are getting married this summer and we decided to do something non-traditional since we live so far from almost all of our family and friends. We planned a trip to Mexico with our siblings and parents only so our families could get to know each other since everyone lives either across the country or overseas. At the end of the week, we're traveling to New York where most of our friends are. So we didn't have to ask them all to travel to celebrate with us. This felt like a great decision since it fits us as a couple and we didn't want to spend a lot of money on a big event. But here's what's breaking my heart. Two out of three of my siblings are not coming to our celebration in Mexico. One has a valid reason, and the other is making excuses not to come, even when my mom offered to pay for his flight and we're paying for everyone's food and accommodations for the whole trip. On top of this, I just found out my best friend can't make it to our lunch in New York because her honeymoon is the week before. I've been extremely sad that three very important people in my life are not showing up for me for one of my biggest moments of my life. It's our wedding. I get sad thinking about the people who won't be there. Am I wrong for taking it so personally? Is it selfish to assume people would come or is it our fault for planning something less formal and that involves travel? I feel like you can never revolve important moments in your life around other people. So I think you should have just had that mindset to begin with. Like if you guys had a specific date that you both want to go do something and you're set on it, like it shouldn't 
like, don't let that affect you to a point where you don't think you're going to enjoy yourself. Right. That was, that was good. Right. I just like, that was well I like my brain is like so off today. I just think also you can ask these people ahead of time. Like if like you could pre-plan your date or whatever, but you, to your point, you can't plan your life around other people. And also, yes, it's your wedding, but like, like this isn't, I hate when people have so much weight carried around one fucking day of your relationship. Like you will have other beautiful moments in life. Like your relationship does not come down to, and the significance of your friendships and your relationships with these people does not come down to this one day. I mean, I'd be more upset about my family member because I'm like, what actually is your excuse if like everything's being paid for, but like your friend not being able to be there. Like that's just a timing thing. I'm sure she would love to be there celebrated at another time. Like this is not, something to take personally, except for maybe your sibling where it is a little personal. I think it's easy for you to say because your wedding's already over and done with and everyone came to it. I'm just saying devil's advocate, I blame our society and culture for how much emphasis they put on your one special day. Not for me. I can give two, I can give two <laughs> shit. I literally could care less. I mean... I'd go to the fucking courthouse, but like I could see for a woman, I know it's like... I just don't think the, that you should be offended. And again, I'm thinking more about her friend, like who can't be there because of her honeymoon scheduling conflict. Like at the same time, I would be annoyed if my sibling really had no excuse right. for not being there. But I mean, if you have two out of the three siblings not coming, maybe you do change your date if that's no, like... No, you don't change your date. I just think like... It's your blood, like the main ones. But then that, that, speaks, so, that speaks a lot of like your siblings not coming... I just think that, again, at the end of the day, you have to focus on your relationship, what what works for you guys. You have this beautiful life ahead of you. Like, do not let your siblings not being able to show up for you ruin your day. Your friend... Double down. Be like, I came to your fucking graduation. I went to your communion. Whatever. You just, just rip into your siblings. Just do a, do a fucking dick measuring contest of how much stuff that... Do the what's it called? What you're not supposed to do scorekeeping. Just yeah. scorekeep all the way with them, and then just be just <laughs> dig it really in and be like, I'm mom's favorite. <laughs> if you're the first one getting married, be like, just so you know, I cannot wait to RSVP no to your wedding. I mean, you could be petty <laughs> as fuck if you really want to. I don't know if that's a healthy option. I just think a lot of people stress about the scheduling and whatever about other people, just like you do what's best for you. It's easier said than done than to not have to worry about like other people, but they'll celebrate you. And if they don't, that is very clear to you where you stand relationship wise in their eyes. I know it's very hard to like not feel some type of way though. Like I would be butthurt if, if like, I like how I said, I wouldn't care. I would go to the, <laughs> but like, because you I wouldn't want a huge stink. <laughs> That's why I'd rather just do the courthouse. That way I don't have the option of getting mad at someone else for not Wait, coming. Your feelings won't get hurt. Yeah. You just build up these walls. It would be a grudge. I'd be like, oh man, I'm going to hold this in. You forever. would do that more so that you wouldn't have to go to other people's weddings. You'd be like, well, I went to the fuck. I just did the courthouse. I you didn't have to come to my wedding because it's what true. I did. That's true. Always thinking. I mean, but again, you what do what like what do we say? You, you can't, can't control do something. other people's well, yes, of course. But you can't <laughs> do something either with the idea that other people are gonna reciprocate. Because right, like we've gone to other people's weddings and there was a lot of people who didn't come to our wedding. Right. And like we traveled to go to their weddings and we were like, 
the fuck? I'm actually pretty sure we had to cut our list a little bit. But then on the flip side, I know people who came to our wedding and we couldn't make it to their wedding. And everyone has life. a reason. Shit happens. The yeah. older you get, like everyone just, you know, everyone's just doing their own thing. So that's why you just have to like focus on yourself. Like, right. Because if you cares? let that eat you, eat at you, eat you, eat at you, it's really going to ruin your day. Right. Yeah. That's not what you're getting married for. They better send you a fucking gift. A nice one. A nice gift. Next question. Like an Amazon gift card. Or a gift card to Cheesecake Factory. I could go for a piece of cheesecake. I'm so hungry. Me we too. also don't have any food in our fridge. We went. To, what? The, what did we get at the grocery store today? Well, There's nothing in there. We did. We we bought things that like need to be cooked. Ugh. That's like the worst we part about being an adult is having to cook food. Like, yeah, we could order whatever, but it's like going it. grocery shopping. But then you have to cook it. I don't mind cooking when we're not under a time crunch. No, which exactly. Is never. But it's like it's already late. I'm hungry. I know. And now we're. I'm annoyed. I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm tired. Me too. Next question. And as a reminder, this week's episode is sponsored by EveryPlate. Are you in need of a summer refresh? Well, we've got just the thing for you. Check out the new curated collection of refreshing veggie full recipes from EveryPlate. Get ready to indulge in feel-good food that will invigorate your taste buds and nourish your body. Picture yourself enjoying a mouth-watering, feta-stuffed salmon salad, or savoring a satisfying Mediterranean steak and rice bowl. And for those looking for nutritious and delicious meals, try one-pan sweet chili turkey lettuce wraps or the one-pan chicken fajitas with pico de gallo. All these dishes are packed with flavor and come with 650 calories or less. The best part, you can customize every plate meals to your liking with options to swap proteins and sides or even add a protein to veggie dishes. You have the freedom to create meals that suit your preferences. It's all about making it your way. Every plate offers an incredible variety of 26 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from each week. Whether you need a quick 15-minute dinner or a breakfast option available 24-7, they've got you covered. And if you're craving more, you can explore up to 22 additional sides, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. It's a win-win for your taste buds and your wallet. And the best part, every plate saves you precious time on those busy weeknights. No more scrambling for recipe ideas or spending hours in the grocery store. It's all conveniently delivered to your doorstep. Get started with every plate today for just $1.49 per meal. Yes, you heard that right. By visiting everyplate.com backslash podcast and entering the code GIVE49, you can enjoy this incredible offer. Again, that's everyplate.com backslash podcast and enter code GIVE49 to start enjoying delicious meals at an unbeatable price. Wow. Hi there. So wondering if this is a normal male behavior or gross as fuck. My husband has a group chat with his good friends. Most of them are married and some have kids. In the chat, they talk about random things. But what bothers me is they share pictures of half, sometimes fully naked girls with each other. They comment the typical stuff, etc. They also do this with Instagram, sending hot girls in bikinis back and forth. Why are you laughing? Let me. Let me I ask, told my husband I don't this. like it. It makes me feel gross and disrespected. He said he won't send any or respond about the pictures, but it's gotten to the point where we will be lying on the couch cuddling, and a picture will come through, and it immediately pisses me off. The reason I'm laughing is why this is just so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> He now basically hides opening his phone from me. I told him it makes me feel like I'm not enough and asked him to tell them to stop sending him pics. He refused. 
John, do your friends do this? Is this normal adult behavior? Alex, would you be annoyed if you were in my shoes? Am I way too sensitive or confident in the fact that I deserve respect as his wife? Give me this. How is it relatable, John? I feel like I've never seen any pictures guy, like this on your phone. Guy group chats are are rough and disgusting. John, uh, let me see. Let me see it. I don't even know where my phone is. The, what type of... I mean, I know that you've said the conversations are gross, but you guys send pictures? I'm not, it's guy code. I'm not showing you shit. John! Uh, I think you're So I guess I didn't cousin, think that actually. this was relatable because um, I've never seen this come up on John's phone before. It's honestly, I more who's, get more who's memes. Sending photos of who? Everyone's anything. married, right? They're memes. They're like meme accounts. They're probably are. Oh, yeah, I know. But like naked girls is where it's different. It's no, like it's Instagram. If I'm sending it's, you. Whatever is allowed on Instagram is what would be sent. It's not like look at this Pornhub link. Oh, okay. Like no, like <laughs> first off, nudes. I know how to. I know how to. I don't know. And like now, I'm like if I send you a nude, which you don't even let me send you nudes because you don't send me nudes. Would would that be sent in the ch in the group chat? What? Why? What is that? How is that what you got from that? Because you won't send me nudes, so I won't send you nudes. I, first off, I don't send anything. I know that's what I'm saying. So I won't send you nudes. No, no, I don't send anything even to the group chat about nudie girls or anything. <laughs> nudie. Mine are all memes. If we send memes, but I just think it's pretty common for, but like, just like common, like guys just send each other fucked up things. It's just like what they do. Yeah. What? But I think that there's a line like, sure. Instagram, that's fine. But I feel like this, what she's talking about is something different. What, is his friends like sending him Pornhub links? The reason I asked is like, I know how to look up porn myself. I don't need a, like a link. Check out this no, video. Or <laughs> like, look at this girl, who like this girl who I'm hooking up with. She sent me it. Her boobs. Oh, no. I don't know. No, no, I've never got that. I wish. Because I feel like I, that is crossing a line of like, <laughs> John. I just. No, I unfortunately don't have any friends but that want to like show who they're. All my friends are married, Al. No one's said, like. I said that. And that's why I said when you were like, oh, this is so relatable. I'm like, how? All of your uh, friends are married. No, no, then no. So I kinda it's not missed, relatable. I kind of missed that part. No, like. None of my friends are. Or are single. you lying? No, no, honest to God. Because I feel like if people are sending pictures of number one, either the people that they're hooking up with in a relationship with, like that is so disrespectful and just we is that That'd not be weird? Because I wouldn't be like, yeah, look at Alex. <laughs> no, I just wouldn't want to see like, what if your friends like married that person? You're like, hello, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I've never sent any photos of you. Don't worry. Scout's honor. Honestly, though, any photo that I have sent out there, like, I'm proud of. So sh share right. it. Share it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. Don't. That's disrespectful and a breach of I, trust. I think there's whatever. Like, there's a... Tears. Tears of it. I don't know right. exactly what they're sending. I wouldn't feel insecure about it, though. I mean, it depends. Is, is he sending stuff back to him like you can't control what your friends are sending and no i wouldn't be like tell your friends to stop send i would never and i would never say that to my friends hey stop sending me stuff you're making my wife uncomfortable mm. that's fucking weird i think it's just 
like you have to have enough trust in your relationship that your partner is not going to disrespect you like that. But if your husband is out there sharing photos as well from Pornhub or Instagram. I, I must have missed this part of the question. I did not know this is what they're talking about. They're, they're John, sending, it was the first thing they're sending in photos and videos question. of each other they're hooking says, up with. What bothers me most is they share pictures of half sometimes fully naked girls with each other. She didn't say if it was like people that they're hooking up with. Oh, okay. but Well, that's what you were saying. I'm like, that's different. No, I'm saying that, but like it, it might be, but like... It, even so. They're probably just sending Instagram shit and don't. But I, there's no fully naked girls on Instagram, John. What fully naked girls are there posted up uh, on Instagram? Whatever. Then no. Are there fully naked girls in your group chat? <laughs> no. John, that's a yes. That is a no, yes. No, You're the not. worst liar. You literally can't even look me in the eyes and say that. You're the worst liar. I can't help what people send. You know? <laughs> it's, I'm not sending anything. John. Scouts that's on. fine. I my, my nail tech from uh, Richmond. I know. Yeah. We have some Again, dirty it's just group like, chats. Who, if you're com- you got to be comfortable with each other. Like, I don't care. That was a big dick. <laughs> That was a huge cock. I was like, wow. I good showed for it to that you. dude. I was like, look at this. I think it's just a matter of trust. Like, do you have trust with your partner? Like, no matter what, there's going to be other people out there. Right. So, like, you can't have blinders on all the time. You got to pick and choose your battles, too. Like, there's yeah. enough shit probably going on in, in everyone's lives. It's like, are you going to just fight to like you go to the movies and you like watch euphoria and you see boobs everywhere yeah and you're (laughs) never gonna control what other people send or do and like i wouldn't be coming at your husband for that i also would not be telling him to tell his friends to stop like that's a death sentence i just think that (laughs) hey guys listen here don't send me those nudie photos anymore my wife doesn't like it well i mean i i think that you shouldn't be sending nudie photos. Know what around. I would do before before I would ever say that to my friends? I would just leave the group chat before I'd ever just say, hey, my wife wants me to stop sending nudie I think these. it just depends on, again, your personal boundaries in a relationship. Like, to me, I don't know. If it was someone that you knew, though, if it was someone on Instagram that's, that, like, that's we weird. knew, yeah. I'd be like, I don't love that. I don't like that at all. I would probably show you. I don't know. I think I'm just also becoming less bothered. With I actually everyone. would. I would definitely show you if it was like somebody we knew on Instagram. Be like, look at this. I know. All right. Shall we move on? Did we even answer that? I think so. I think the answer that I got out of that is that you and your friends said said nudes around. No. And yeah, that's okay though. What I, I got out of this you. was pick and choose your battles. I don't think this is necessarily worth the fight. I'm sure there's other stuff that take president over that presidents presidents presence <laughs> i'm just gonna let you figure get there Please, no i'm hoping you correct president me. presidents press i think it's precedent i could be wrong but i think that i'm right i think it's precedent not president president the leader of our country i think it's precedent or maybe it is president take presidents precedent next question You guys have talked about moving several times to different states. My husband and I moved 15 hours away from our hometown about eight months ago. We're in our 30s and don't have kids, and the adjustment has been really rough because we both hate our current jobs and haven't made any friends. Our schedules suck and don't give us much time to spend together or go do fun things. We also bought a house in a terrible market, sight unseen, which didn't turn out well. It seems like everything has gone wrong, and we made a bad decision to move out of state. We had well-established lives in our hometown, and we're surrounded by friends and family we're looking for new jobs but that's definitely an uphill battle did you ever experience regret like this 
any of the times you have moved? If so, when does it get better? Any advice or words of encouragement? Well, we've never stayed anywhere longer than two years. <laughs> True. We are pretty quick to make a decision. 90% of those decisions have worked out for us. For work, we are, we're always traveling. So it's not like, we never even stayed in our houses that long. So we've had three homes. Each home, we've probably stayed in less than six months. The only reason why I feel like I really haven't had any regrets in our moves is because it's always been a business decision. It's never been like, we want to live here. Like, we've always had a goal for, re like, we've always had a reason for why. for why we're moving somewhere. Like, New York, business, Richmond, investment property, Raleigh, ha <laughs> Investment property. For Sold. one year. Yeah, for one year. <laughs> but it was also on the way. Like we knew that we knew living there that it was short term. So I think like your mentality going in also has to be like, what is your purpose here? Like when we moved mm. into our Richmond house, it was not like it was brand new. It was beautiful. It was but like closer to New York. Didn't love the area, but we knew it was going to be a short term thing. Raleigh, we both like that's where we met. We loved the area. I don't know. It, it was the reason for all this was the market at the time. We hit the market great mm -hmm. for both homes. I want to capitalize on selling them during But I will say though, market. like not feeling happy where you're at, you have to look inwards and be like, is this an external problem of where we're actually living? Or is it like you're not happy again in your job, that type of job that you're doing? Are you just not overall happy? Because your problems will follow you follow you no matter where you go. And I think that that's one thing that we've learned. It's like, you can't escape your problems. You are you and your problems will follow you. Even if you have family issues, it will still fucking follow you 3000 miles across the country. So I just think that you have to dive deep and be like, what is it that I'm unhappy about? You brought up a good point though. I think be calculated on the reason why you make the moves. If from now on, like learn from this experience and be like, I wouldn't necessarily just move to be close to someone unless that that's like a, a main priority. My, it is like, what's going to be best for you, like for your future, mm -hmm. for your move? Don't move there just for shits and gigs. Like, en enjoyment, I guess. I mean, like, I think you I can, mean, but I think you also have to go into it knowing. For, and, and, for relationships, because you don't know how long someone's going to stay somewhere. Like if you move somewhere for someone else just to be close to like friends, I wouldn't just count on like being near them forever. Like they might move. Right. Like you have to move because you want to, you like the area, but you also have to give places a chance. I think sometimes when you're, how long have they been there? Eight, eight months ago. Like you're still fresh there. Yeah. You know, like have you done the work to try to make friends? Have you guys gone out of your house and experienced the local restaurants and activities? You know what I mean? Like you do have to immerse yourself in an area in order to like, especially when you leave what's comfortable, like your friends and your family. I think that we're just, we like to be uncomfortable because that's where we grow the most. And so when we're with our family and friends, of course, like that's like our peace, but we also enjoy getting out of our comfort zone. And that's right. what you have to do if you want. Otherwise you always have the option to move back, but I think you just have to decide what your goals are, but you have to give it a chance. Yeah. I don't think eight months is long enough. No. I mean, unless it is. And you have done all those things and you're like, wow, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> like when we were at that beach house, remember for a month, we were like, we're ready to go. Well, we were the only people there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Literally. When we started this podcast in Avon. Avon, North it's Carolina. It's also a seasonal place. Like, oh, it was I love mid- Outer winter. Banks. Love Outer Banks. Yeah, it was February. Yeah. We got caught in like it was a, a hurricane. Ghost town. It was wild. Yeah. That's not a place I think that people, anyone really moves no, to yeah. to live. Unless you're a pogue. <laughs> Next question. My wife and I have been together 12 years, married seven. She hates the way I fold laundry. And I find it amusing slash hysterical. That Tell she her has- to fucking do it. <laughs> Should I just stop the question? If she's got a problem with how you fold the laundry, then she should fucking do it. You do something else. I agree. The minute, wait a minute, you're being courteous enough to fold the laundry and this lovely lady is like, hey, bitch, you're folding that wrong. I'd be like, I'm out. I'm okay, out. But, I'm fucking out. But if if you want to get technical you could circle this back to like weaponized incompetence. You could. It's like, oh, you do the laundry, but like no, you no, no. Threw There's a, so you many threw a ways. red sock in with the whites, and na- and you're like, oh, I guess I'm bad at laundry. Let me finish. But he didn't. He's I just know. folding. There's so many different ways of know, folding John, fucking let me just laundry. Finish. Jeez. Can I continue? <laughs> yes. We have two small kids. Five and two, and doing their laundry Make is a time suck. Make them fold the laundry. <laughs> what? What? Get else? them kids what? to be like. They you know what? Rent. What else do you have kids those, for if they're those not kids folding are their own the laundry, laundry now? <laughs> yeah. With their yeah. little hands, it might take them seven hours. You folded laundry. Yeah. All day long. Don't bring up my troubling past. Okay. Well, I don't even know where I'm at. Like, you just keep yelling we have two things. Kids. We have two kids, two two small kids, five and two, <laughs> the two-year-old doing laundry. <laughs> and doing their laundry is a time suck. My wife wears almost exclusively Lululemon and figs and is meticulous about hang drying, etc. But when I do laundry, I apparently am an unhinged savage. I do not do colors. I wash everything on warm and throw everything in the dryer. But folding is where she really loses it. I opt to save time when folding and choose to leave the clothes inside out, how they come out of the dryer, versus turning them all the right side out. And this drives her insane. In my opinion, they are clean, folded nicely, and you could just turn them right side out when you choose to wear the item. But she can't stand it and sees it as lazy. We get into fights lightheartedly about it. And it usually ends with me giving in or her doing the remainder of the folding. Am I an asshole for not adapting to her folding regime? Ooh, ooh. Like, ooh, I know I, I make sure all my clothes are not inside out. Alex is like, here, here it comes. every here it single comes. item she has is like, I'm going to make the most amount of problems for John when he does the laundry. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You take it, let me make, let me fuck just up unfold, John's life. You unfold. You have every single item of clothing is inside out. Because every John, single one. That is the quickest, most efficient way to take everything off. So you're then, only caring about yourself. You're only caring no, about yourself. You're so it's more finish. time. You're I mean, not you finish. Then you're just so swift in picking up my clothes. I always turn them right side out or the, the, the way that they should be before putting them in the hamper. But you're like, no, as soon as I throw something on the floor, you scoop it up. It's not my fault that you're so quick. Wait till I'm Adapt out of the shower. And first off, those are only your gym clothes I pick up. So what about all the other clothes the you wear? The other clothes are right side no, out. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Guys, in case you didn't know, John does our laundry. <laughs> 
case you just fucking do it in case you could have guessed just like make it easier for me then stop completely then leave it inside out i don't care i don't care i'm not doing that you want to fold it correctly. I'm saying you could fold my shit inside out. That has out. nothing to do with I, folding. I even tell you don't fold my shit. No. I tell you to not do it. Nope, I'm going to do it. You don't have to. So don't complain to me. I'm going to take my clothes off, however, and then I'll put them right side out. Dude, I don't I'll, come at I you. I will fight you. I don't come at you for how you cook dinner when, when I can't cook. I don't say you you fucking are lazy with dinner. When you are. Everything I I'm, make when is I make what you showed me how to make. With, no, it's not. You troll. I make really nice dinners. You're trolling and then me. you're like, beans, rice, ground beef, done. No. Hot sauce, done. <laughs> That's you. But everything <laughs> I know how to make is because you showed me how to make it. But then why don't you make it? You don't make anything that I've taught <laughs> you to make. <laughs> the salmon? Okay, one. The one thing. I made that chicken soup thing once in the crock pot. Listen, this isn't a keeping will, score I thing. I will, I will you fuck you up. I will fuck Back you up. Back to him, though. Uh, just do something Back else. Back to other people's problems. Yeah, just do something else then. Be like, obviously, there's way too many things she wants with the laundry. Like, you should be like, what's an equal task that I could do that I could swap you? Because obviously, I'm not doing it the right way that you want it. So, I can't imagine doing laundry for kids too. I give credit to anyone out there who has a family and you're doing laundry. Like I hate laundry. I fucking hate laundry. I know you do. That's my you wear stuff like one time. You're like mm, laundry. Me? You, John. When I have done laundry, it's all your shit. You shower like four times a day, and so there's like 18 things. It's always shower. all your shit. I don't shower four times a day in a hotel. I will because I, I like using the nice shower. And it's not four times. Like Sometimes twice. the hotel showers are not nicer than our showers. Maybe not your shower at the house, but the shower I got stuck with at our house. Because you that, don't clean that, that, that a shower. That's shooting through the <laughs> we just, it's shooting we through just the wall. Keep going. Literally, and our contractors just called us. They were like, there's mold. We're like, fabulous. He goes, mold is gold, but I feel like the gold part's for him. 100%. <laughs> it's not good for us. I'm glad that we're doing it, though, because I was like, John's just nasty. Your bathroom smells. Oh, it smelled like shit. And it was mold the whole time. Maybe that's why I have lung problems. No. It's you get mad have, at me. You have asthma. And it's your moldy shower. You've had asthma Honestly, John, for like 10 years. This is all your fault. Next question. <laughs> okay. I have an X question. To keep it short, we were high school sweethearts. Together, seven years, broke up, but we stayed friends. Not friends' friends, but if we met randomly in town, we hugged each other and chit-chatted. Same with his mom. Well, I got happily married since. They even wrote me a congrats message, and I thought we were okay. But since then, they have been ignoring me. I saw him and his mom and gave her a smile and a friendly, hi, how are you? But she just poker-faced me and turned her head the other way. This happened about three times, and it just gets me so angry. I want to shout in their face like, hi, I'm alive. I'm not a ghost. Don't ignore me. Also, I have this urge to make him want me back. I found myself going down his street, liking his pictures, going around places where he goes. I just want him to notice me again. Why am I so desperate? How should I cool myself down? Girly Swirly Pop, you got to move the fuck have. on. You want what you can't have. Always. However, when you're married, you can't have, you can't want what you can't That's have. That's true. Like you're in a committed relationship if you wanted your ex to still want you, maybe you should have thought about that before getting married. Lock it up. Lock it up. Get Lock your shit together. Up. Like, 
I think you're just holding on to something in the past. Also, is he happy? So not only you're going to ruin your own relationship, you're going to wreck his. I just think who cares about your ex? Like you weren't best buds. You're not in the same same friend group. Like if his mom and maybe like maybe it's their own issues that they're dealing with. Maybe they're like, we need to move on because we're hurt that you moved on. You know what I mean? Like if it was meant to be, you guys would have been together. And who knows, maybe down the road, if like you get a divorce, like you'll end up together. But I just think you're committed to your husband at this point. Like you can't be concerned about an ex who isn't interested in you anymore. What you're showing him is you're not interested in him by getting married. You should move to a different state. I just think this is like very immature behavior. I think, Imagine how your husband would feel. I if think he her knew. problem is the access she has. She must be too close to him. Right. I mean, we know people who are in relationships that they shouldn't be in relationships, but they live so close to that person. So when they break up, it's just too convenient. It's, and it's more just a difficult to cycle. Move on. Yeah. But I think, again, in this case, you have moved on. And I think you have to honor your decision of moving apart from that relationship. Like you're holding on to something and it's creating a toxic like mentality. Like you guys were together for, for a reason. Or, exactly. And of course, like it feels like when an ex moves on or like when an ex is like no longer interested in you, like you're like, oh my God, but like I am, I, like you should always the want The grass me. isn't always greener on the other side. With that said, something is going on in your current relationship that you probably need to figure out because you're not satisfied somewhere. Mm, whether it's physically, right. emotionally, whatever. I think you just have to dive deeper here, as we keep saying. Dig dig deep down and see where where does the issue actually lie. But if you're asking us uh, what not to do, <laughs> it's probably stop going down the street. And liking his photos right. and wanting him to want you. Maybe you're not busy enough. Maybe you need to get involved in something that's true i wonder if like if oh, you have too much time to think about this maybe work isn't challenging enough for you maybe you're not hanging out with your friends enough or your partner enough maybe getting involved in something can kind of preoccupy your mind because she did ask like what could i do to cope with this mm. you know besides just not fucking doing it there's other avenues you can go down i think you have to lean into your relationship more and create a stronger connection with your husband. But to do that, you got to figure out what's going on because something's going on in your relationship. Right. In, con in conclusion. But to your point about being like, maybe you just have too much time in your hands. I always think of that when we get negative comments on like any of our videos. I'm like, who, either these people just have too much time on their hands or- Or we do because we're looking at the comments. <laughs> no, I really don't. It's you when you read them to me. I go, don't read me the it's comments. my favorite pastime. And John goes, listen to what this asshole said. <laughs> But also imagine meeting like one of your friends and finding out that they're a troll and like comment mean things. I don't think I've ever once commented something mean. Like if I don't like something on the internet, you just scroll past. But it's like, what type of person are you to comment I have to say mean? something. I just say something right now. You're a sad person. <laughs> You're something's wrong in your I life. Know. Like no one cares about you. <laughs> just... And no one cares about us. Like it's just like. Everyone just like live your lives. I know. Go back into the hole you came from. I don't <laughs> care. Anyways, is that it? I think so. Fantastic. What else, what else do you want to talk about, John? You have an um, ick? My I'm sure you ick. have plenty of icks after this weekend. I don't know why I had a note in here to talk about going from customized ringtones to putting our phone on silent. Oh, I think because we were joking about how like we 
always play phone tag with people now. And then we had the realization where we were like, wait, like we went from when we first got cell phones, customizing ringtones, full blast, like to now not even having our phones on vibrate. Like we want nothing to do with it. And it's like, it just turns into this cycle of phone tag because no one has their ringtone on. I don't even on. want vibrate. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I, if my phone goes missing, the only way that I could find it is by pinging it on find I wonder if it's like device. a triggering sound, just like when you hear the alarm clock, it's triggering. Right. So I don't know. Or maybe we started doing that because like we didn't want to be so attached to our phone. No, I think because when we had customized ringtones, we had flip phones and now and we only used our phones for texting and calls. Now, because we're always on our phones, it's like, I guess, why do we even need a ringtone? We're just going to look at it within 30 seconds anyway. Mm. But I'm thinking I was so cool. I, what I was think what? I had like little John, like through the window, through the wall. <gasps> Do you remember? Sweat dropped down <sighs> my balls. What? What? Do you remember the movie um, Disturbia with? Shia LaBeouf. Yes. LaBeouf. And do you remember the ringtone in that movie? Oh, me so honey. Oh. Did you have I that? had that because I was like, oh, this is such a cool ringtone. And I thought it was like edgy. I was like, oh, yeah, I have this horny ringtone. Your parents didn't say anything? Oh, I mean. I'm sure your dad thought I, it was hilarious. But yeah, your mom was no, probably no. like. Yeah, no, my mom, I'm sure I had it on silent. Uh, my ick. My ick is Alex uh, FOMO. I remember I was just shot on Saturday. I'm like, we're done. We're going back. And people are like, we're going to go do karaoke. And Alex's like, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you don't even remember this. I go, <laughs> guess what, guys? We're leaving. I thought you were talking about going down to the dance party on the beach. I was like, we needed that content. No, 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 no. No, this was Saturday. You don't remember this, do you? <laughs> Vaguely. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, oh, not in a place to be doing karaoke. Like, ETA 10 minutes before she's asleep. I'm like, I got to get her back. Stat. I remember everything though. And everyone's always like, John, you're such a party. But I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I would have I would have rocked everyone's world. <laughs> yep. In a good way. In a good way. So So instead FOMO. I went back, I took a bath and ate potato chips. But I'm gonna give you credit. I mean, you're just I wish I can just be so happy all the time. <laughs> Happy all the time and able to just like talk 24-7. I need to be I more feel like, like you. This isn't something to respond to. <laughs> like I almost feel like maybe I should go on a like a vow of silence for a little bit no. and just see. Don't no? when we're in public, I'm like, I need you. I need I you to talk like, for both of us. I don't know. Like I don't know how to interpret this if this is like a compliment or like a shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like a little no, no, I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying you were able to like talk nonstop for 14 hours and have full-blown convos. Like, I don't know how you do it. That would have been so draining. For was I, but was I, I think that I let other people talk. Do I? For the John. most part, until the end, until the end, I was like, can you, can you just like let these people talk for a second? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, but wait, I have something to say. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh gosh, don't give me more hangover anxiety. No, you're amazing. <laughs> Four everyone, days and everyone loves you. Okay, <laughs> what that's you it. Say, what are you saying? That like people don't love you? Or, oh, definitely. Definitely. John, people like you because you don't give them love. That's not true. That is true. Um, my ick is that you microwave things entirely too long. M microwave things? Did I say that properly? You microwave things for entirely too my long. Coffee. Like, like 
10 minutes, you'll put it he's in there. He's talking about the food for Kobe. Uh, everything. Literally everything. And also, we guys, we don't microwave Kobe's food normally. We had nowhere to we, stay we and were... we didn't have Kobe's food. So we had one frozen meal and John was like, this is for Kobe. <laughs> People are going to be like, what kind of food are you uh, we're not gonna tell for your dog? Him. We're not going to tell him what we gave no, him. No, yeah. I, don't I think get... just saying a frozen meal, people would enough. call like the SPCA on us. Right. I mean, times were tough times were for tough a day for there. 24 hours. But no, yeah, like if it's a cup of coffee, I think average time of heating that up, like a minute, 30, two minutes, you put it I in for seven minutes. Hot. But then like- Seven minutes, you're you're exaggerating John, a little bit. I was editing and I hear this noise and you were out of the room for a solid five minutes. And then I walk up to the microwave, two minutes left. I'm like, he's been gone for uh, 30 minutes already. God forbid I live, leave the room. I knew I knew the other day when I had I left the water on the sink. I purposely left it on for a second to like let because our sink smelled. And I went out <laughs> to put the trash just, outside for a second. I come back, you're like, you're gonna leave this on? You gonna leave the sink on? Like I, I just walked out the door. I also don't think you understand how cleaning a sink works. If it smells, just turning the water on is not gonna make it not smell. I had hot water going down, maybe to push it down a no, little bit. No, that's not how it works. And then, and then I turn on the garbage disposal. <laughs> push it down the pipe. Yes. We'll see. Like, that's probably what you thought with your shower, but it was just mold growing behind. All right. We got to finish this podcast. My my back is like broken in this chair. Yeah. And we got to make some dinner. We're going to have to reassess the seating arrangement. Well, I think, time. again, it's like we just need the mics that come over and then we could just like chill and adjust. That way we don't have to lean. I feel like we've probably we looked. just hold this. If you have watched us, we looked so uncomfortable this whole time. Like, uh, but anyways, uh, review. Anyways. I'm going to read this review from YouTube. I'm going to mix <gasps> a it up. YouTube review. Mix it up a little bit. John's Two Cents should be a five-minute segment on your podcast. I think it would be so funny. Oh, that was it. <laughs> I think it would be so funny. Thank you, Gregory Period. Perry. <laughs> I'll read one more. I'm going to read one more. Alex and Alex are the literal best. I'm recently obsessed, and I can't get enough of their mediocre advice. Alligator. I guess that's that person's name. I'm pretty sure alligator, you meant Alex and John, but it's cool. It's mostly no, it's Alex. Alex and Alex is <laughs> fine. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. That was correct. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you would like to leave a review, you could do, do it. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, subscribe, email. email. You can reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You can find us everywhere at give it to me straight podcast. I think that's it. And you go, I'll see you next week. And we'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.